it's the next level. Why thank you, me? That was me. Still me. Oh, man. They just heard it. They don't need to hear it again. Yes, they do. Welcome, friends. Hi. To the short-lived show show. Hello. Uh, (laughs) On the Next Level Network. I'm Pat. I'm Jill. Um, This is why I'm not recording your intro on my own. Why? Because you don't do the the thing you're supposed to do. There you go. See? (laughs) Uh, Do what I want. Hey, pals. Hope you're doing okay. We talk about TV on this podcast. Did you know that? I hope so, because we're on episode five of a show. I so knew that. I would hope you wouldn't jump it. Well, you should know. You. This was mostly your idea. Was it? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> was it not your idea? I don't remember. Is that what you're saying? It. <laughs> we devised this plan like two years ago. So It was her idea. Who knows? So what we do on this show, friends, we talk about TV shows that didn't last too long, but we miss them. So we want to talk about them. One to three seasons, 72 episodes is our cutoff because Daria. Um, and home movies. I want to talk about home movies. There were like 55 of those. So that's more than a year of this podcast. You think about that? If we do home movies? Oh, that might be too much. That's more than a year. Yeah, I might get sick of it. We'll have to do like twice a week. Oh, gosh. I'll have to talk to Ben about that. Uh, or like two episodes a week. Two of, at a time? Like, yeah. All right. Like our show will be once a week, but we talk about two episodes. Okay. We could probably do that. Because they're short episodes, right? Yeah, they're 20. Or yeah. 10 or 20, I forget. But anyway, that's not why we're here today. We'll oh. get there eventually, maybe. But we did just make a decision. If you <laughs> if you vote for it, if you vote for home movies when it comes up or when it comes around, then yeah, uh, we'll do that. But today... Are you okay? Mm -hmm. I was looking at the Squirtle. 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 Patrick has started decorating the... uh, Squirtle. The studio. Yeah, I got some artwork. The Um, the pod basement. I got (laughs) it. Don't do that. The pod dungeon. Stop. No. (laughs) Don't call it a pod. Pod garage. No. (laughs) That's it. Pod garage. No, that's not it. Like Coco. <laughs> That's not stick. it. If this sticks, I'm leaving podcast. Pod garage. Pod garage. There's no one here to chant with you. You. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm st- I've started hanging some artwork on these walls here. So that's exciting. Going to get some curtains. Um, yeah. None of, none of you can see this, so you don't care. But today, hold on. I got to take my shirt off. <laughs> why i felt so unnatural i was wearing a shirt it's ridiculous all right my turn i don't like okay great <laughs> i hate doing this in a, with a shirt on it's just uncomfortable it is long time listeners in the melting pat know this anyway today <laughs> on the short-lived show, show show as jill plays again with the uh the air freshener uh <laughs> lavender keeps flies away apparently it's got the little water beads uh, so it's fine yeah yeah, great. So, Mission Hill, episode number five in season one and only. Oh, uh, Andy gets a promotion or how to get head in business without really trying. In parentheses, la, 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 <laughs> Yeah, well, there you go. So, uh, 
we've mentioned on on a past episode that we were going to see how his boss was just a complete dick and uh, see his debauchery firsthand. And this is that episode. So uh, we begin the boss is late to uh, Waterbed World and he rolls up in his fancy car and he's just like, all right. Why aren't you at work? Like, why aren't you guys working? What and the hell? And it's freezing out, and they said they should have been inside half an hour ago. Yeah, so he keeps them waiting because he's a dick. And he's like, wait, why aren't you working? What's what's happening? <laughs> Get to work, you morons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just such a dick. And of course, Andy gets in there. He's complaining about it. He's talking about his cartoons. That's what Andy wants to do, cartoons. He wants to be a cartoonist. And uh, he's talking to Gwen, his... I guess they're friends again. Mm-hmm. She was mad at him. They work together, so they're just kind of like, all right, whatever. They've definitely had sex, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, so... But then she was like, oh, you want you don't want anything serious, right? And he's like, no, no way. And she's like, all right, bye. Yeah, that's the, yeah she ditches. She tricked him like a bitch. So uh, my mom's not listening. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so they're sitting around. Andy's complaining, and uh, a customer is asking for help. He's like, hey, I need some help. And he's like, nah, dude, you're all right. <laughs> and then they just leave. Oh, you want to leave early? And they just leave. And that customer's trying to buy a waterbed, and they just they just left. Who are these people that are still buying waterbeds at this point? In 99? Yeah, I don't know. still. Were people not buying waterbeds in 99? I feel like mid-90s, it was already done. And that's the, kind of the whole point of like, this boss has this crappy business. Nobody's coming in. Right. Because it's phased out already. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but he has so many employees. I don't know. Those of you who have had waterbeds, when when did you get when rid did, of it? When did you have when did you get it and when did you get rid of it? Short lived show ever on social media. Please. And at gmail dot com. Yeah. I knew someone who had a waterbed and we had to be so careful. Yeah, I did too. It was pretty it was weird. Like we weren't really allowed to sleep on it, but like I did sit on it at one point. I don't think I'd want to sleep on a waterbed. I don't think it would be comfortable. Seems really yeah. Yeah, so uh, this boss somehow has a bunch of money with a <laughs> a business that nobody goes into, but he <laughs> pays like eight employees to do what? Like, why? How many employees do you really need selling waterbeds? I don't know. Apparently, eight or so. They all work there all at the same time. It's not even shifts. It's just like, hey, we all come in, we all close. Yeah, they all they all work there all day or just leave early, just bounce whenever they want. Uh, so Andy, it turns out, well, it's uh, been revealed, he's been sending cartoons to several publications, Playboy, uh, The New Yorker, The Cat Fancier, <laughs> something else. Because there's this free, well, there's a free magazine, the Weekly Freebie, that has trash cartoons. And he's like, I'm not sending to them. Forget you. They're lame. We're not doing that. So he's got a bunch of other places where he's sending his cartoons and... Uh, so he and Gwen are talking about it. Kevin comes in. He's like, oh, may I see your cartoons? And he's like, no, you don't know what's funny. And Kevin's like, sure I do, man. It's going to be great. And the uh, the comic he shows, which will be the picture for this week. Oh, good. Is, uh, yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, a woman touching meat, like at a, you know, at a meat counter, deli place, whatever, butcher shop. <laughs> meat counter. Whatever. Um, <laughs> she's touching meat. She's like, oh, that's so Kafka-esque. And the joke is... It's not like Kafka wrote at all. You familiar with Kafka at all? Yeah. All right. So, well, for those who aren't. Um, <laughs> those who didn't go to college. His most popular story, I think, is The Metamorphosis, right? Is mm-hmm. that, And it's a salesman who is just walking down the street or whatever and transforms into a vermin. 
And it's like Kafka's stuff was so fantastical and outside of the realm of actual things that, yeah, people using Kafkaesque, the joke was people say things are Kafkaesque, which are clearly not Kafkaesque. And Andy had to explain that to Kevin in a much more concise way than I just did. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, y'all. Well, I don't know who listens and who doesn't know who Kafka is. Um, And Andy's like, yeah, the, the caption, or Kevin was like, well, it would be funnier if the caption said, please, no meat touching, man. <laughs> and Gwen thought that was funny. Andy was like, no, you're an idiot. Get out of here. Uh, not to Gwen, but... Well, it wasn't the point of the comics. So. Yeah, no meat touching, please. That's the point of the comic to Kevin. So dumb. Cause you... <laughs> Wait, which one? All of it. No meat touching? Yes. No meat touching. Uh, so the the wonderful B plot that we have in this episode is Stogie eating the couch. <laughs> He's so hungry. So I feel bad. They don't have dog food for Stogie, and Jim is like picking through the trash. I assume looking for something to feed Stogie, and or for himself. He, he might kinda, be. He's, he seems yeah. kind of gross. Um, so yeah, he's looking for food for Stogie. Nothing. So Stogie just starts eating the couch. Just grabs a piece off. I assume they've never. We've talked about this. Like, do you think they've ever cleaned that place? Oh, no. They certainly have never cleaned the couch. Like, ever. So it's gross. And, of course, Stogie, being a dog, just like, yeah, yeah, delicious. Eating the couch because that's, I don't know. That's what dogs do when they're hungry, I guess. That's, what a a fun dog. (laughs) We We were lucky that our dog never ate anything like that. Yeah, thank God. Well, he was well fed. He was. He was a little chunker, too. So Chunky. He was great. Uh, so, yeah, Stogie is eating the couch. Jim is trash picking. Uh, the boss is late <laughs> again, and uh, the alarm is going off. The alarm was not set the first time, so I guess he didn't set it because it's it's going off, and he's like, hey, turn it off. And he's like, we don't have the code. Well, if he tells them to lock up when they're done, they don't know the code, so they can't set the alarm. So that means at some point he had to close the store mm-hmm. himself. And then I'm turning the page of my notebook. Um, so, yeah, so he had to close himself. So he had to stay late, or did he close the store at, like, 2 he in the afternoon? Up. Yeah, probably oh. just, like, rode by and was like, yeah, let me do this. Oh, let me close the store. Mm-hmm. Was that a good Ron impression? Did you like Pretty that? Good. Thank you. That was all right. I felt okay about it. I didn't love it. I'll try again. <laughs> I won't try again. Um, <laughs> so he needs an assistant, and he's going through. Everybody line up, all the employees. Oh, woman. Yeah, vermin, woman, woman, freak. Hey, what is moron? Nanny comes out of the bathroom. Hey, what's going on, guys? <laughs> French, moron, you're my new assistant. So yeah, he's like, I need a new assistant. I, I don't feel like doing stuff. I'm not going to do the Ron impression the whole time. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, would you like me to try? No. Okay. Uh, so let's go. let's go someplace quiet. And of course, the someplace quiet is a strip club called TJ Nude Bodies, <laughs> which is... A pretty good name for a strip club, <laughs> right? Is that a that's a solid name for a strip club? Okay. Would you go to TJ Nude Bodies? No. What if we went together? No. That'd be great. No, you're That'd not be allowed. Fun. You're not It'd allowed. Be so fun. All right, we're going to TJ Nude Bodies. You're not allowed. So, yeah, that's where they hold their business meeting. Meanwhile, uh, Andy's gotten a bunch of uh, cartoon rejections. Okay, so I jumped ahead. So Andy's being seduced. By the stripper who just runs up and says, My name is Shelly. 
<laughs> and it's just like so monotone and it was really funny. <laughs> and then she does her lap dance. And then at the end, she says her name again, just so flatly. And uh, Ron's like, yes, okay, you want sex too. And he's like, yeah, gives him a lap dance, obviously. And, you know, trying to get him, trying to lure him to this assistant job, which I don't really know what that would mean. It's basically like a buddy thing because he's just like, hey, let's go to the club together. <laughs> and then let's go party in my house. Which I need we'll get a to guy to hang out with. In a second. But uh, yeah, so that's, so Andy's trying to mull that over. Meanwhile, he's getting cartoon rejections. And uh, I think it's pretty fucked up. Cat Fancier called him because he got rejected from all these other places, The New Yorker, and Posey's like, don't worry, I don't think they do many cartoons anyway. And for those who don't know, The New Yorker is basically all cartoons. That's kind of the point. <laughs> uh, so he gets a call from Cat Fancier, which is kind of fucked up. Like, they called him to say, thanks for your cartoons. Oh, so you're going to buy them. No, but since you're a cat lover, we're going to offer you a subscription at a really low rate. And he's just like, I can't do this anymore. You can't take this. He like freaks out. I mean, drops just, the phone. He, he drops the phone. He jumps out onto the balcony. And he just can't take it. I've been there. Not that far down. But, you know, I'm trying to submit stuff to people like, hey, do you like this? Hey, do you like this? Nobody liked it. Nobody cared. And, you know, I well, I didn't take a manager job in my crappy retail store because I'd probably still be there. And we would not be in this house. So I made the right call, not going for supervisor. All right. Wait, what? What? They Yeah, they wanted to promote me. But you should for the, that this job. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Money. We won't see. I'm not doing it. Money. So, yeah, I don't want to do it. Money. Uh, so he goes back and he's just so defeated because his cartoons are being rejected. He, he's not funny. He sucks. <laughs> so he goes back and he takes the job. He's just so worn down. All right, Ron, you win. The battle for my soul. I'm going to be your assistant. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, oh, poor bastard. Like, yeah, you double your salary, but then like you're a scumbag, right? How much, how much is your soul worth, Andy? Not much. Well, two times whatever he was making, which I can't imagine is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Working at a waterbed store in at the peak, at the decline of their popularity. Uh, what a mess. So Andy, basically, uh, you know, he's defeated. He's got a suit. Posey is like, who is this guy? Who, who is Andy? Are you looking for Andy? <laughs> no, I am Andy. Oh, I was wondering how he got the keys to the apartment. She's such a moron. <laughs> She's so funny. And so he's sitting there. He's like, I can't believe I took this job. What the hell? Stogie comes up with his bowl in his mouth, and Andy gives him a throw pillow. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like... I would have done that for Buster if he was eating the couch. I'm like, yeah, here he would Because he carried his bowl. He used to carry his water bowl when it was empty. Away from us and not always empty. That's true. Jerk. That's true. Well, Stogie is the closest thing to Buster we got. So it's pretty great. So Andy's just <laughs> like, oh, man. So he threw out all the cartoons because he's like, ah, whatever. Who cares? I'm not a cartoonist anymore. So he becomes a dick. He basically is like basically his boss. He's become Ron. And uh, he goes to his boss's house for uh, a business meeting, as his boss calls it. And it's just a bunch of scumbags doing coke and strippers and all kinds of stuff. And Ron's house. Can we talk about Ron's house? <laughs> his mom lives it's there. So, his mom lives there, and his house is super tricked out. He's got like seven remotes that do all kinds of stuff. One of them flips a pool table up. It's just like, why do you... 
Who needs that? Someone's sleeping on the pool table. And, it's Ron at the end, at the end of the night. Andy keeps moving it up and down, up <laughs> like, and down. Ron has passed out on the pool table at the end of this party, and uh, and Andy keeps pressing the button, moving the pool table. It's pretty good. <laughs> and so Shelly's like, "Oh, Ron tells me wonderful things about you," and she starts like, you know, trying to bang him. He's like, "What about Ron?" She goes, oh, "I'm not in the mood for a threesome." <laughs> <laughs> so they bang, of course, because. You know, Andy's weak. He's a weak man. So he bangs his boss's fiance, the stripper, who the boss just met the day before <laughs> at the club at the club. And uh Ron comes out and he's he comes out with a knife. He looks very scary. In Andy's defense, this is terrifying. You are asleep, naked, next to your boss's fiance, and he says, Oh, come and get it with a knife in his hand. That is terrifying. So Andy runs away, naked, runs outside. No, I can explain. Falls through the sea, the floor, which I've done before, uh, hanging down there. I did that at your mom's house. Yeah. It's pretty fun. It was terrifying, but it was a little fun. Ouch. Yeah. So uh, he's hanging down there into where Ron's mom lives. And uh, he's like, ah. He's like, what? Come get, you want the grapefruit? Come get dinner. Or come get breakfast. And uh, he's like, what? You're not mad? I made out with your wife? Your fiance? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ron oh I'm proud of you I did the same to my father his fourth wife was my second wife that's gross just like what no I'm not banging somebody my dad banged get out of here gross I don't even want to ugh gross no dude ugh no scumbags all every last one of them <laughs> Jesus this is just ridiculous so Andy has become his boss and he's like, oh, man. So he, of course, rolls up in his fancy car, late to open. Everybody's out there waiting. And he's like, all right, come on. Here we go. Work, work, work. Let's go. And Gwen's like, great. You become everything you hate. Oh, awesome. You're a dickhead. And he just throws her the keys. You know, I'm going places. And she's like, we're going to be late for mud wrestling. I mean, and he says to her, you're the one who told me to be happy about this show. That's true. He said, she said, be happy with your promotion. And he's happy being a scumbag. Like, he has thrown away the cartoons, tossed that part of his life away. He's going to be the guy who runs the waterbed store and is just a complete scumbag, banging a stripper. So Gwen's kind of a bitch. A little bit. A little bit. Like, we can't figure out why she was mad the last time. Really, she has a reason, a little bit, because he's like, being an asshole. But, but you know how he is, and you still were, like, trying anyway. Yeah. Like, you know that he's going to just do whatever he wants. And, yeah. and then you told him, oh, I'd be happy about the promotion. And then when he is, you're all mad. Yeah. Yeah, she's like Gwen is. I don't know. Gwen is something, not good. <laughs> it's not good. Like she's. And she's got a stupid haircut. Oh uh, well, yeah, she, yeah, <laughs> kind of does. Oh man. So yeah, Andy a dick. Uh, he rolls up. Well, I think it's funny that um, he took the bus to the strip club. Like, what happened to the fancy car? Did he only have it to go to work? <laughs> Did Ron take it? Do they share it? Or did he have to leave it with the girl when she went to her mud wrestling? I don't know, because then she like just runs up to him when he gets to the strip club and it's for sale, and she's freaking out. The club's for sale. What are we going to do? What the hell? So Andy decides to be creative and uh, buy the club with Ron. They're going to go in. They're going to buy the club together, and it's going to be great, <laughs> which is a terrible idea. But he's like, oh, instead of hanging out at the club, spending all our money, we just buy it and hang out there for free. Which it's not how that works. Is a terrible plan. <laughs> like, Andy, what are you doing, bud? 
Why? No, this is no. He's that's a stupid idea. It's funny, but it's a stupid ass idea. Would you buy a strip club? No. To hang out at it for free? No. What if it was some other club that you like to go to? No. At all? No clubs? No. Okay. So you're saying you don't want no clubs? Go to hell. Clubs are filled with guys trying to holler at you? Ew. Ooh, how about that? That worked. They're always gross. Just came up with that. Yeah. You like that? Anyway. Okay. So Andy decides, hey, we're going to buy the club. Uh, boss and I are going to buy the club. Jim is also eating the couch. He's just decided <laughs> that he is going to eat the couch. He's going to fight Stogie for the pieces. And Stogie, he's just like, oh, it's not food. Or is it? And he rips a piece off and just, hmm. <laughs> and he liked it, of course, because Jim, Jim is an oddball, and I love every bit of it. <laughs> I love Jim. Jim is such a great character. He's so strange with his hot pants. Uh, so it turns out Kevin mailed away some of Andy's cartoons. He picked them out of the garbage and mailed them away to a bunch of places Andy didn't submit. So he comes in, he's like, what the hell, dude? Not funny. This isn't funny. I suck. I suck. I'm terrible. And he's like, no. And Kevin's like, Andy, your cartoons are great. I know they're great. So he hands him one, and it's a rabbit with both of its feet, or two of its feet cut off, (laughs) and says, why am I so unlucky? (laughs) Which is funny, if you know, you know, lucky rabbit's foot, people have those for some reason, because they think they bring them good luck. So this rabbit has lost two of them, and of course, is unlucky as a result. I don't know, like, for as smart as Kevin is, he knows jack shit about anything. Like, he didn't know about, he got caught jerking, manipulating himself, pardon me, in the bathroom, and then decided to set it on fire and clog the toilet. <laughs> and then, well, Keith and I, talk, Keith talked about that. The panic is a little too much, but he doesn't get anything, he doesn't get humor. Like, he's a, he's a bookworm, but he doesn't know Kafka. And he doesn't understand the concept of a lucky rabbit's foot. What is with this kid? Does he actually know anything? You're very sheltered. Yeah, but I figured he'd at least get the Kafka one. Yeah. I had read it in college, and he's not in college yet, so maybe he hasn't gotten to that Yeah, yet. but he's in nerd classes. They read the smart stuff. That's more of a an artsy thing. All right. It's not, yeah, it's not necessarily like reading Lord of the Rings or something. It's it's more like... Uh, Almost philosophical in a yeah. way. Which is where I think I read Kafka <laughs> in a philosophy class. Oh, man. So Kevin's kind of an idiot. Can we can we put that yeah, on the record? Got no like real world. No sense. street skills. He's got nothing. Uh, or maybe he does. Maybe we'll learn when we go down the line here. I, I don't nope. remember. It's been a while since I've watched <laughs> these. Uh, so one of Andy's cartoons was published in, of course, dun, 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 the Weekly Freebie, <laughs> which uh, Andy has established is just hot garbage because their cartoons are terrible. So he's like, yeah, I don't care. So he goes to the bank with his boss. And we learned that the IRS thinks Ron is dead. <laughs> which, how do you own a business? <laughs> like, that could who, be in his mother's name. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. That's All why right, his mother so, lives with him. So the waterbed world is in his mom's name, probably. That's what we can. We're safe to assume mm-hmm. that, I guess. Yeah. All right. So Andy has to sign all the papers for uh, to get the loan for the strip club. Which means it's all on him if it fails. Exactly. Which again, a terrible plan. <laughs> we go back to. Buying a strip club with your sleazebag boss is a terrible plan. Oh, speaking of sleazebag, Andy gave himself a nickname. Shit. I can't remember what it was, but here it is. I'm just dirty, old, raunchy McSmutbag. 
I thought it was funny, and I just couldn't remember it off right now. I didn't write it down. But he's like, I'm not a cartoonist. I'm this guy. And so oh, I put that in. Oh, Mr. Uh... Sleazy McDickface or whatever he said. <laughs> I just played it. Um, so Andy is like, all right, am I doing this? Am I going to sign this? Uh, he's he's about to do it. And then he sees some of the employees laughing at his cartoon, at his Kafkaesque cartoon. And they're like, oh, <laughs> Kafkaesque. He's like, wait, what? Wait a minute. So he grabs a weekly freebie from one of these uh, stiffs at the bank. He's like, well, hey, wait a minute. I drew that. That's my cartoon in a thing that you're reading. I'm trying to close my notebook. That was a good one. That's a good sound. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Okay. Um, <laughs> no one cares but me. So Andy's got a cartoon published, which is very exciting. Getting yourself published is very exciting. And it's something he's been working on. And the, the guy at the bank's like, yeah, my wife and I laughed about this all morning. And his boss is just going, Ron's just going, sign, 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 sign. He's like, come on, I want to buy this strip club so I can do nothing and then leave you with it when it fails because I'm not a good businessman. And uh, Andy's like, nope, can't do it. I am no longer Grossy McDoot, whatever he said. I'm Andy McFrench, cart- semi-professional cartoonist. <laughs> he said Andy McFrench. And he, and he walks away. Know, Andy <laughs> and he walks away, head held high, struts out of there. The bank's like, oh, no reason you can't sign to Ron. And he's like, ah, oh, just, you know, what's your name? Uh, I left it in the car. And he zooms out of there. <laughs> so I guess now my question is, did Shelly sign? Right, does it leave it to her? Because she was in the room. Does she sign the loan? I don't know. Because really, everything they needed to do was like, all they had to do was have someone sign the paper. Mm. They said everything was in order. So she could have just put her name down. What was their collateral? Because they said oh, all your collateral in order. Was it the... Probably the store. Mattress store, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably Waterbed World. Which, he's not a good businessman. <laughs> which I think we're going to learn in the next episode uh, exactly how bad of a businessman he is. I think that's the next episode. Okay. Um, so yeah, un- Andy is unemployed or whatever it is. Um, so Andy gets home and his friends are like, yeah, dude, you did it. You made 35 bucks. Gwen is there. I guess they're friends again. Who the hell knows what Gwen is is doing? Um, but they're excited, and everybody realizes that uh, Stogie's been eating the couch because Jim drips food on it because, again, these people are disgusting. And uh, he drips food on his leg, like ketchup or whatever, on his pant leg. And Stogie, the, the scene of Stogie running is like Buster doing his zoomies <laughs> across their house, what he used to do. Just completely wild. And he's just wild, but also like straight, like focused. Right on Jim's leg, we end as Stogie's about to bite uh, Jim's inner thigh. And that's a wrap. Ouch. So Andy got a promotion, turned into a complete asshole, uh, almost bought a strip club with his scumbag boss, and uh, didn't because he finally got his cartoon published in a crappy weekly freebie. It's like the Metro for Philly people. <laughs> Just garbage. Um, have you read the Metro? Yes. It's trash. I used to read it a lot on the way to school. I'm sorry to hear that. You should have brought a mm. book. It kept me busy. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> it's about all it's good for. They sorry. had one cartoon that was good. It was a cat and a dog and a guy. Not Garfield, obviously. Oh. But the cat was like white and gray and skinny and weird. Cool. I can't remember what it was, but that was really good. Sorry, any Metro writers out there. I appreciate your hard work, but I don't like your paper in general. <laughs> because they write the way they talk? Yes, a lot of them do, and that bothers me. Okay. There's a reason there's it's not an your a- style. There's a reason there's an AP style guide to write okay. like a journalist. Okay. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, but I guess it's free. So how much can I complain? I mean, I still sometimes uh, on my way to the dog walk, I'll pick up one and read it on, and the, pick up on their, the bus. Pick up their shit with it when you're done. No, <laughs> I the one time on the bus, somebody, some lady like tapped me and asked if she could have it, and I was like, "Fine, here, I'm done with it." People do like it. People do that. Yeah. No, I think some people, especially on the bus, they just want all the newspapers. Probably, they gotta have something to sleep on. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Come on out here. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> give me that metro. Uh, yeah, so this was fun. Stogie <laughs> eating the couch was a great B plot. Oh, it made me sad. Um, you know, they have to get a new couch now because or just cushions. Stogie ate a bunch of it. No, Jim took out like an entire armrest oh, when he okay. went up and he fought Stogie over it. Oh. That was like a whole armrest that he just ripped off. <laughs> also, like, what is this couch made of that they can just rip off pieces of it? Foam. What a oh my god! That is a shitty like bachelor apartment couch. Yeah, but Posey lives there. What? The, well, she's got her like rooftop garden with a yoga mat that yeah, she sleeps she's on. Like a probably naturopath. Um, I love Posey's hilarious. I love her. <laughs> Anus bug. <laughs> I'm just trying to leave Andy a message. <laughs> I was trying to do Andy a favor and take a message. I'm sorry. Posey's so fucking funny. I love it. Uh, yeah, so that was Andy gets a promotion. He turned into an asshole and then realized that he got a cartoon published and he's okay now. Yeah, what a... But he still, he only got it published in the weekly freebie. He made 35 bucks. Okay. Which could buy Stogie some goddamn dog food. It's true. Which they probably spent on booze. Uh, puppy. Think of how much booze they could have bought for 35 bucks in 1999. Oh, if you buy the crappy stuff, yeah. Yeah, a couple lot. of cases probably, right? Wow. Like one of those big cases? Yeah. The 30-pack of... Uh, mm-hmm. Well, Miller Lite, Miller Lite comes in 30-packs, but 30-pack of Natty Ice. Ugh. That's right. Ugh. Natty Ice, baby. The beer you drink to get drunk. That should be their tagline. You're welcome, Natural Ice. You are welcome. That's our show. I think we're done. We good? <laughs> you have any prevailing thoughts? We're done here. All right. Great. <laughs> Next week is episode six, which I believe is Andy's unemployment part one. Um, unless I'm wrong, whatever. It'll be fine. Send Dina, your corrections. Yeah, please do. Short live show everywhere Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at gmail.com. The next level network for all of our other shows, all the things. The Melting Pat, that's me. Josh is coming back this week. We'll talk a whole bunch of stuff. Oof. And uh, yeah, you, we're not doing that again because he's going to be on the phone. And I got to get a whole thing. We're, you're not joining I'm not us. Gonna, I'm no. Sorry. It's no. going to be messy. Um, what else we got? Paul. Oh, our buddy Paul. Postmortem Paul. What lurks behind Podcast Zero? He did Lake... Oh, shoot. Lake Mun- Mungia? What the hell is that movie called? Sorry, Paul. Anyway, uh, what lurks behind Podcast Zero? There you go. The TFD, our, two, our pals, the two fat dudes. They probably have an episode, a new one up right now. I don't know. Uh, DC Primetime did a preview episode of their uh, horror podcast, Still Afraid of the Dark, I think it's called. <laughs> I, I didn't write any of this down, but that's their, their preview episode is up there on the DC Primetime feed, and that podcast will have its own feed in October. Uh, I think weekly they're doing that. So, I don't know, four of those, five of those. However Ben's doing it, I don't fucking know. Ben! Ben, I need to write these things down is what I need to do. That's it, though. TheNextLevelNetwork.com. All the stuff is there. And yeah, that's that's it. We're Like I said, wherever we're at the short-lived show, I'm over at the Melting Pat. I am done talking. Anything more to the people to say to the thing? To, do you have a thing to wow, say? Wow, no. That's, 
That's it. Okay, bye. All right, see you. Until next time, friends, keep watching TV. Thank <laughs> you.